If workplace culture is your jam, you're in the right place. Check out this episode of Culture Secrets, the podcast dedicated to creating workplaces where both employees and the companies thrive. Valuing your employees and demonstrating leadership are two key components to building a strong, people-centered culture in the workplace. Hi, I'm Chelly Phillips, the host of the Culture Secrets podcast. And this week, there's been a lot of talk in the news about how not to treat your employees, thanks to reports detailing President Biden's fits of anger and profanity-laced tirades after early announcing he would fire on the spot anyone who treated staffers with disrespect. Now, before you start going off on me, this is not a political discussion. I simply use this current news story to point out that it doesn't matter if you are commander-in-chief, a CEO, or the leader of a production line. There's an expectation of leadership from your employees, especially if you're working to build a human-centered culture in the workplace. People believe behavior over words. Titles mean crap if your behaviors don't line up. So it's up to you to be intentional with your leadership development. That means you're willing to do some self-reflection and figure out how you can empower your team rather than tearing them down. Like I said, it starts with self-reflection. You need to identify the areas where you tend to be reactive or destructive to the culture. What normally triggers you to react this way? Until you become aware of what your triggers are, you will always default to your current way of operating. It's important that you get strategic. It's vital that you strategize before making important decisions or take action. Think about the consequences, risk, and benefits associated with the options that you're considering. This includes considering the well-being of your employees as much as it does the impact on your business. Involve your team in the process and seek their input when possible. If you want a collaborative environment, you need to demonstrate one. Plus, when you do, you build a sense of ownership and acceptance among your team. Listen, are you actively listening to the feedback you get? Do you hear the concerns your teams have? Or have you totally built an unapproachable wall around you where no one is comfortable sharing ideas or concerns with you? Listening allows you to receive all the relevant information and differing viewpoints so that you can make truly informed decisions. Are you ready to learn? It's up to you as a leader to regularly reflect on your style of leadership and learn from the successes and failures you experience. No one expects you to get it right 100% of the time, because guess what? We're all human, but your team will be more forgiving when those mistakes happen. If you've demonstrated that they're valued and you've created an atmosphere of trust and not been seen as a bully. It's also important that you understand what your employees want. Employees want authenticity from their leaders not just a bunch of scripted words. They want to be valued. You might automatically think that means more money, but it actually means they want to feel invested in. They want to feel like their voice is heard. They want to feel appreciated for what they bring to the table. You can help build an environment of engaged employees when when they can see that you're making a real effort to connect what they value with the work that they do. If you take the time to build these relationships correctly, you'll not only have employees who are more productive, creative, and innovative, you'll also have a more financially successful organization. The big question becomes, do you consider yourself a leader or a boss? This question doesn't only apply to the workplace. It can also refer refer to your home or your personal relationships. Do you lead people or do you just tell them what you want done without any consideration or explanation? Do you encourage and develop your team or do you use criticism and protect your own interest? The world is full of bosses and there are way far too few leaders. 
Since leaders are rather scarce, you can really make a name for yourself by becoming a good leader. You'll enjoy more career opportunities and have far fewer challenges with your employees. Being a leader is helpful outside of the workplace too. Your family and the organizations you volunteer your time with would rather deal with a leader than a boss. With all of that in mind, here are some ideas that you can take advantage of to become a more effective leader and in turn build a stronger human-centered culture in the workplace. First, lead by example. A boss likes to sit on the sidelines and allow others to do the hard work. A leader is out in front of his people showing the way. A leader is involved. A boss just makes a request and walks away. You should also perform your required task task at the highest level. Whether you're a supervisor or CEO, you have responsibilities specific to your job title too. A supervisor might be required to turn in a production report at the end of the day. A CEO might have to write a quarterly letter to shareholders. When you get things done well and on time, your other employees see that reliability is important. Your team members will see that you value deadlines and the work that you do too, and that becomes a behavior that they'll emulate. Leaders are driven by purpose. There's an overall goal or mission. The people following the leader must be inspired and empowered. The people must understand the mission and the vision that you have. This is very different than providing a to-do list that doesn't have any kind of context. Leaders delegate, bosses micromanage. A leader trusts his people, but a boss struggles to relinquish any control. A leader surrounds himself with people that are competent and complement his weaknesses. A boss hires people that don't make him feel threatened. A boss is always going to have a weaker team. The team can't accomplish as much because they're not empowered. The team is also weaker because the boss doesn't want strong employees that might shine brighter than he or she does. Real leaders understand how to utilize their team members to the best of their ability. Your resources are limited, and yes, your employees are your resources. You have a limited number of employees. You have a limited amount of money and a limited amount of time at your disposal. Increasing the capabilities of your employees is one of the most important ways that you can increase the effectiveness and productivity inside the workplace. Happy, motivated, and capable employees help you perform at a higher level. Every increase in an employee's performance helps you do better and it helps your organization perform more successfully. You can get more done without having to work harder yourself. Leaders value respect. A boss wants to be feared. On the surface, they might appear to be similar, but the differences are striking. A leader is willing to use his enthusiasm, her skills and expertise to encourage others to respect and follow them. A boss uses fear and threats to gain compliance. Leaders have the best wishes for those that follow them. Those that follow a boss secretly want him to fail. When you develop your ability to manage and get along with people, you are moving yourself way farther upon the line of reaching that leadership goal. This is the most valuable trait a manager can have. The ability to effectively lead and inspire others is invaluable. Your own abilities are limited. You're a single person. However, you can increase the effectiveness of others you're far more valuable to your company. Get your work done on time and at a high level. And if you can do that without creating turmoil in the workplace, you're already way ahead of others. 
a great boss can take things even further and build his employees. If you can increase the effectiveness of 10 employees by 10% each, you've just created an additional person's worth of work capacity. A leader develops new leaders. A true leader is constantly creating employees with the knowledge and experience to take her place. A boss is just afraid of competition. A boss is afraid he'll be replaced and is too self-centered to be concerned about the career aspirations of others. If you aren't the CEO yet, even your employer expects you to develop one or more of your employees to fill your position should you be promoted or leave. It's a wise move to plan for the future. Your employees will also appreciate the opportunity. While some employees are happy to remain in the same position for life, most like to experience career growth over time. An employee that's prepared to take the next step is more valuable to the company and on the job market. Leaders know how to motivate. They know that no two employees are the same. They know their employees well enough to know how to inspire them. A boss will simply say, it is what it is. This is what needs to be done. You can always look for another job if you don't like it. Leaders instead use positive techniques for motivation while bosses tend to criticize. One of the best ways that you can show leadership is to develop ways to recognize your team members for the efforts that they put into the projects that they do. Leaders take responsibility. When the team fails, the leader is still out front taking the brunt of the criticism. A boss is trying to evolve himself of as much responsibility as possible. A boss is quick to blame his employees or his team, and a leader is quick to blame themselves. Think back over your work history. You may have had plenty of bosses, and I hope at least a few great leaders. It's not enjoyable to work for someone that fits into that boss category. I know, I've been there. You feel like you're operating in the dark with little support, little value, and few development opportunities. It's so much more enjoyable to work for a leader. Develop your leadership skills. You'll be helping yourself, your teammates, and others. Being the type of a boss that employees love doesn't inhibit your career. In fact, it can be a major benefit. Being a great boss for your employees can greatly enhance your performance and the performance of your team, which makes not only you shine, but also your organization more successful. The starting point goes back to that self-reflection. Are you willing to be a leader instead of a boss? Thanks for listening to Culture Secrets. If you liked what you heard today, subscribe, drop me a rating, and share the link with a friend. If you want to learn more or perhaps have me come lead a discussion with your company or organization, visit my website at www.chellyphillips.com. That's C-H-E-L-L-I-E-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S.com. Remember, building a value culture is your competitive advantage and the backbone of any successful organization. 